Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the Hunter Moon. The full moon in November is the Hunter Moon. You might think it's called the Hunter Moon because it's now hunting season. States designate periods in the fall for hunting of certain animals like deer, moose, and turkeys. But the full moon at this time of year was called the hunter moon long before the advent of state-regulated hunting seasons. And many might be surprised to learn that the hunter honored in this full moon was not originally the prototypical male hunter, he who stalked and killed his prey to supply his community with food. No, the hunter moon from the most ancient of times was sacred to the hunter goddess, she who slew the living when it was time for them to die. At this time of year, when vegetation fades and the earth turns brown, this was the season of the wild hunt. The hunter goddess, who was also the keeper of the underworld, rode over the land with her host of spirits and her pack of hounds, collecting the souls of those who had died and carrying them off to the land of the dead. The wild hunt was not so much about killing as it was about escorting the souls of the dead to the underworld, that warm, bright realm where the hunter goddess could heal them and prepare them for rebirth. The hunter goddess was just one aspect of the great mother who created everything out of her sacred body. In the world of our ancestors, death in the form of the hunter goddess, was experienced as just a part of the cycle of life, a cycle like the cycle of the seasons, where change always brought us back to where we began. The act of hunting fit into the annual change of the seasons, because in autumn life appeared to die, but was reborn again with the coming of spring. Here, the great mother changed out of her role as hunter goddess and became the weaver goddess, the sacred weaver of life, laying down strand upon strand to make again the fabric of the living world. The hunter goddess had as her symbols not only the bow and arrow, but also the moon. The moon dramatically demonstrated through its constant cycling from dark to full to dark again the perpetual cycle of birth, death, and rebirth. And so hunter goddesses were often pictured wearing crescent moons on their heads. One of the best known hunter goddesses was Artemis, the Greek goddess of the hunt. Armed with her bow and arrow, adorned with a crescent moon on her brow, and running through the forest with her pack of hounds, she slew all those whose time had come to die. But she was also Artemis of Ephesus, many-breasted Artemis, who gave birth to and nourished the living world. Eventually, she also became known as the Roman goddess Diana, goddess of the hunt and of the moon. There were scores of other hunter goddesses, such as Devana, the Slavic goddess of the hunt and of the moon. There was Skadi, the Norse hunting goddess, who stalked through Scandinavia's snow-covered mountains on her skis with her pack of wolves. Even Egypt had its hunter goddess, Neith, who also ruled the underworld. 
and Neith was also a goddess of weaving, who wore a crescent moon crown. And in Africa there was Anyigba, the goddess of hunting, healing, and birthing. The New World had its own share of hunter-goddesses. In Aztec culture there was Noichana, the goddess of hunting, weaving, and childbirth. And the Inuit revered Pinga, the goddess who ruled the hunt, protected the animals, and took the souls of the dead so they could be healed and reborn. With her arrows of death, the hunter goddess slays all that are in need of renewal. The death she causes may seem fearful to us in today's world, but death is merely change, and change is a natural and necessary part of the cycle of life. As we reflect on the hunter moon this month, consider what in your life do you need to change? Where do you need to shed outworn ways that no longer serve your highest good? Perhaps it is time to invite the hunter goddess to slay these obstacles so you can be cleansed, healed, and renewed. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.